Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is Brandon Allen. And since it's the start of the fourth quarter, I want to talk about quarterly planning. Now, for those of you who are listening to this and it's not the start of the fourth quarter, I don't want you to panic. It's still going to be useful. Stay with me. We're going to talk about quarterly planning and why we do it. In a business, one of the great things about business is that there's so much opportunity for us to do a lot of cool things. And because there's a lot of opportunity for us to do a lot of cool things, it starts to get overwhelming sometimes when we try to decide what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. And because business owners have such a hard time with this, they decide that we can do everything because as business owners, we just are overly optimistic about our capabilities and what we can do. I mean, let's be honest about it. We're high achievers. We get things done. And because of that, we overestimate what we can get done. Quarterly planning is a way to create some simplicity in your business. But the reason why we don't do quarterly planning or any planning at all is because if I'm a visionary business owner, which a lot of you who are listening to this are visionary business owners, the last thing that I want to hear, the last word I want to hear is planning. In fact, a piece of you might have died inside a little bit as I even use the word planning. And that's okay. I think we can still be effective planners and look at how that fits into the big picture vision of what we want to do. And for those of you who say, look, I don't want to be put in a box. I like to keep my option, my options open. I mean, we'll talk about that. You know, if you don't like to be put in a box, look, at some point in time, we need to put a box or a parameter around what we do so that we can get great and master the things that are right in front of us. And if we if we cast the net too wide, if we try to fight the war on too many fronts, eventually what we realize is we don't have the resources to do all the different things that we want to do. The downside to that is a lot of mediocre projects or half-done projects, a lot of promises to employees or directives given to employees that don't get followed through on. And if we do that too much, we start to erode the credibility that we have or we want to build as leaders. And if you've heard me talk about leadership, one of our main currencies that we have as leaders is credibility. And credibility is about doing what I say I'm going to do. Let's talk about keeping our options open, right? I don't want to pin myself down to a certain number of objectives or a certain type of objective. I want to keep my options open. But listen, um, just like in your personal relationships, uh, there's a time to not keep your options open. There's a time to lock in on options that we feel like are the best options for our business. Keep, you know, how do we nail down what we're doing? And the reason why we want to do this is to address one of the biggest complaints that people have about doing planning is I don't have time. I don't have to do quarterly, I don't have time to do quarterly planning because I don't have time. If I limit the scope with which I operate, and create a little bit more uh, simplicity and clarity, I can address that time issue by saying, look, we will have time for these things, and these are the main things that we're going to work on for the given quarter. That helps to address the time issue by recognizing that we have a 
priority and a hierarchy of things that need to be done. If everything is important in our business, then nothing's important. So I want to be able to identify what those things that are most important and then create the time and space around doing that. So when we think about quarterly planning, what are the, what are the biggest reasons why we want to do quarterly planning? Number one, create focus and simplicity for our teams. I want to create focus. I just told you if everything's important, then nothing's important. I want my team to be able to focus in on some things as well. And I don't know how many times I talk to a business owner who says, Brandon, I looked at my team the other day and they were doing some things where I'm like, why are they even doing that? Or they're saying they're not busy or they don't have things to do when there's lots to be done. Without that focus direction for my team, they won't be able to connect the dots well with the high level things that I want them to do. I want to be able to create the space where that focus happens, where they can zero in on, hey, these are the most important things that we're going to do. And I want to create more simplicity that way because here's the problem with visionary business owners especially. Visionary business owners have lots of great ideas. Lots of great ideas are good, but sometimes lots of good ideas get to be too many good ideas. And if I'm a maintainer in your business or an employee who's not seeing the vision, that's overwhelming. It is overwhelming to see all the different things that someone's coming up with and ideas they have. At some point, they want that to stop so they can feel like they can get their arms around it. Quarterly planning is a great way to do that. Number two, better communication. When I have quarterly planning in place, I address the needs of what is the business trying to do right now and how do I connect my team members' performance to those uh, to those objectives? How do I make that happen? How do I create that space. One of the best ways that we do that, and a lot of our clients do it, and I know this is a great idea because all of our clients do it and they love it, it's quarterly meetings. You can call them a retreat, you can call them a meeting, call them whatever you want, but having that quarterly space where we come together at a high level and look at the 30,000 foot viewpoint of the business and then drill that down is a great way to get people on the same page and to give them some buy-in and to feel like they're part of the creation process of the business. I've always said that, look, employees don't necessarily need you to take every idea that they have and implement it, but they want to be heard. The problem is, is many times we don't create the space for people to talk and speak openly and authentically about the business, and so they're never heard. Creating quarterly goals and then having a meeting around that and talking about what went well, what didn't go well, the previous quarter, what are we looking for in the upcoming quarter is a great way to get everyone on the same page talking about what's working, what's not working, and giving people a voice to what they would change and do differently if they had the opportunity to do that. Better communication around quarterly objectives. And if we really dive into this quarterly objective thing right, we'll create space on a week-to-week basis where we're always talking about the high-level objectives. We're posting them in a conspicuous place so people can see them all the time. How are we doing? Are we measuring success? Are we on the right track? And when we set goals, look, they don't always have to be number goals. They don't have to be revenue goals, sales goals, new customer goals. They don't have to be those kinds of goals. They can be process-oriented goals. Maybe we want to revamp a process. Maybe we want to add an employee. They, they could be a lot of different things like that. So don't get stuck into just thinking you have to talk about numbers as you talk about the quarterly goals. Last thing that is so effective with quarterly planning is it gives people focused direction for what to do and what to work on, and it connects the what to the why. So when we talk about workplace engagement 
and the lack of workplace engagement for people, what happens when someone's not engaged is they don't know how the work that they do on the ground level affects the big picture of the operation. I want to be able to connect my teammates as best I can to the work that they do and how it serves the high-level objectives and functions of the team. So I want someone, you know, in this function over here to be able to see, oh my gosh, okay, uh, you know, my work impacts the goals this way. I want to be able to connect that what to the why. So when we do great work with our objectives, we can talk about how it serves our values and fits our values, how it serves our mission, how it furthers the vision of the company in that small way, just in that 90-day period where we're going to go hard. And if we do this right and we get people bought in, what I've been hearing a lot recently from people that I've been talking to is, Brandon, we're nailing down our, our objectives and here's what we're doing. Here's what's happened. And even if there's not perfection, because there's not going to be perfection, what I'm noticing is a lot of accomplishment. We're talking, you know, if you're getting 80, 90% of the way to your objectives, hey, you're still doing pretty darn good. And so that's something you can really hang your hat on. When people are doing this, look, they're pushing hard, they're communicating, they're working hard towards those goals, and hopefully you're setting goals that are lofty enough that people feel pushed. They feel like they're driving towards a specific result that um, that maybe they wouldn't drive towards had we not created the space to really create that drive. Because I do this, one of the best things that you can do at the end of a quarter is celebrate success. So as you set goals this quarter, think about how you guys want to celebrate. This could look like a number of different things. I've been a part of river rafting trips. I've been a, a part of overnight camping trips. Now, for those of you who take the Jim Gaffigan approach to uh, you know, camping where you say, look, I don't want to pretend like I'm homeless for a couple of days, I totally get it. I'm not saying you have to do camping. It can be a lot of different things. I've, I've heard of, uh, you know, I've had clients who've done really cool things like let's make a deal type scenarios, like pick a prize. And if you don't like it, you can trade it in for something else. Or if you think there might be something better, you can trade it in. I've had uh, clients tell me they've taken their whole team. Uh, I had a client in Hawaii who took their whole team to Japan. Um, so a lot of cool things that you can do for your team to celebrate the success, but it can be something as simple as taking them to Dave and Buster's or just something like that, or taking them out to a nice dinner to celebrate the success. Depends on where your business is is at and the level that they're at that will kind of dictate how far you'll go with that. But don't be afraid to celebrate the success at the end of this and make that a big deal. One time in my office, we did a Chick-fil-A nugget platter with a cheesecake platter. And if you worked for me during that time, you remember that and you remember how we never ate a Chick-fil-A nugget again for at least a couple of years because uh, we were really tired of how many nuggets we ate during that quarterly uh, celebration. So it can be anything like that. It can be silly. It can be uh, really high level, depending on what your goals are, how big your business is, that kind of thing. So one of the things I'm going to offer you guys as as part of this podcast, this is going to be in the show notes at newworkrevolution.com. If you go to newworkrevolution.com forward slash episode, uh, I'm not even sure what episode this is. <laughs> so I'll, I'll put this, uh, you know, I'll put this in any of the promotions that I do uh, for you guys to click that. But if you go to the show notes, there's a quarterly planning tool that I use. It's not the alignment and execution blueprint and the quarterly blueprint tool that I know a lot of my clients know, but this is a tool that I use to go back and assess the wins and losses of any given quarter. 
So if you're wondering, hey, Brandon, what do I talk about during a quarterly retreat? You can go through this set of questions for each object, uh, objective that you have or goals that you had going forward, and you can assess what's going well, what's not going well. And you can use this set of questions that I'm going to provide on the show notes for you to engage in a helpful way in that area. So make sure you go and check that out. It's going to be a link you guys can download and you can get your hands on that. Another thing I want to bring to your attention, if you're not aware of this, my current clients have already been invited to this, but we've got a new membership coming out called Business Accelerator Membership. It's called BAM. We're doing our inaugural uh, webinar this week on Thursday. If you want access to that, if you want to know how you can check that out, go to bamembership.com. That's B as in boy, A as in apple, membership.com. Check it out. Get signed up. And would love to see you on the webinar coming up this Thursday as well. So quarterly planning. Fourth quarter is upon us. How do we want to finish the year? Are you close to some goals? Are you close to breaking records? What does that look like for you? And how can you use the fourth quarter not only as a great way to wrap up a year, but also as a great springboard for how you want to move into the new year as well? Take a look at that. Use the tool that I'm going to uh, provide in the show notes. If you have questions, go to newworkrevolution.com. And let me know what questions that you have. And if you found the show helpful, please rate the show on iTunes. Share it on social media. Tell your friends about it. Don't keep it a secret. And I will look forward to talking to you again next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.